0: Hour number two, the inaugural edition of the uh, Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon here on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Talking the world of sports with you and doing so Monday through Friday from noon until two. From two until four, Tiki and Tierney, the national flavor. And then more local programming from four to six on your drive home each and every day jimmy b and tc from four until six ken miller show noon until two let's move into the one o'clock hour he's jason's symbol cg technology normally i would have waited a little later in the week to grab jason as the football game jason by the way is the vice president of risk at cg technologies one of the major gaming companies full disclosure uh, i also work for out in las vegas uh Jason uh Ken and Trent, appreciate you coming on. I just didn't want to let the the fight linger till the end of the week because it was such a massive build up you guys see a lot of things out there Jason I you know I got the sense of following on Twitter following your colleague our colleague Matt Holt and other line makers and people who make their living uh booking bets in Las Vegas this was this was a big event even for you hard boots that kind of see these big events come and go like the super bowl and the opening weekend of the NCAA men's basketball tournaments this was a unique, unique uh, weekend, was it not?
1: Yeah. First of all, congrats on the new on the new show. Thank uh, you. Secondly, yes. I mean, this was like a a unexpected Super Bowl uh, at the end of the summer.
0: And, and you know, volume wise, Jason, there was some talk that you know that this was going to perhaps come close to Super Bowl numbers. I'm not sure Nevada's overall Nevada's uh, betting handle number has been released yet. If it has, please clue me in. And, and do you think it will uh, it will get close to the Super Bowl numbers that you guys have seen?
1: Yeah, nothing's been released as of yet publicly, but my guess is kind of based on what our seven uh, sports books did, and kind of how I know the other people around around the industry. I think that hundred million dollars is certainly uh, a viable number of how, many, how much handle was done on this fight in, mm. in uh, Nevada. Mm.
0: You know, and uh, I'll let Trent in here, but one more re- real quick on this, and I know Trent, who watched the fight, will have a lot of stuff as well. It seemed as though that you guys, meaning bookmakers in, in Nevada, that you were struggling to get Floyd Mayweather money, which sounds crazy. I mean, the guy's 49-0. Most people thought he was going to win the fight. Yet it seemed like no matter what the price was, it was Conor McGregor tickets being written not all day long, but certainly the majority on, on Conor McGregor
1: a vast majority over 90 percent of the bets we took on this fight were on conor mcgregor uh, it was about it was about 11 to 12 to 1 ratio so for every one floyd mayweather bet there would be 12 bets on conor mcgregor so it was just crazy and there was a good amount of money on floyd mayweather but the influx of bets that we took on conor mcgregor was so great it left the books very unbalanced
2: so the fight starts i was of the opinion it was a joke it was easy money just take Mayweather and collect, and then first couple rounds go through, and McGregor was standing toe-to-toe with him and, and looking very good through those first two rounds. With the handle that you guys had, the side that you needed, those first couple rounds, how nervous was that for you, Jason?
1: It was pretty nerve-wracking. It was a bit scary. I mean, I, I mean, watching round one. McGregor certainly won, won round one, or at least in my eyes he did. Uh, and then after round two, it looked like he might have won round two also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, following the uh, the in-game pricing of the fight, Mayweather was down to like a minus 220 favorite after wow. the second round, which in boxing terms is pretty low. I mean, that's almost a coin flip at that point. So we were getting pretty nervous admittedly, but you know, as the fight wore on, you kind of see what, you kind of saw what was unfolding and realized that we were relatively safe by about round 6. I kind of knew we had that one.
0: You know, in-game uh, in-game wagering's relatively new. You guys have had it for a while, Jason, but I think people that don't go out there on a regular basis, you know, it's in every couple of years they get out there you just mentioned something, and and I think this is very pertinent to football coming up, where, you know, in the past, you would if you were in Vegas, you would have to get to the book and get your bet down prior to the kickoff of the football game, and then you'd have to wait in for halftime until another number would be posted. But now, CG Technology and a number of the gaming companies in Nevada, if you want to bet a game, you can do so at, at any point, just like you mentioned about the fight. You could have got Floyd Mayweather at a ridiculously low price.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you, you have an opportunity. I mean, it's great for football because you have the opportunity to bet the point spread and the money line or the over under as the lines change throughout the game. So, you know, if you, if you, you know, if you have a bad team against a good team, say the Patriots are playing the Browns and the Browns happen to take a seven nothing lead, you know, you can get a very good price on the Patriots considering they're down in the game. So it's certainly a new opportunity for people to bet that they've taken to. And, and as I said, that fight after round two looked a lot closer than it ended up being.
2: Jason Simbel joining us, CG Technology. Uh, Jason, back to the fight for a moment. And as it's finishing off, there are many people out there that thought it was stopped too early. Uh, did you have an upset group about that? The ending of the fight, how that went down and, and the environment inside the sports book as everything was happening?
1: Yeah, well, one thing to keep in mind is that out here we actually can't show the fights in the sports book. Those are pay-per-view events, which, uh, is not something that we can do. You have to go to one of the MGM properties to watch it. So, we weren't, we actually got, uh, we were preparing for a potential Connor win, which would have been, you know, Thousands and thousands and thousands of people cashing their tickets, which lines you know down the street, basically to come cash their bets. So when when Mayweather did win, we knew that we really wouldn't have that much of an operational challenge uh, in terms of the stoppage. My personal opinion was it was fine. I mean, uh, you know, McGregor. Uh, you know, round nine was all Mayweather. Round ten was all Mayweather. I don't really think Connor really had much left so if it have keep going i don't think it would have lasted much longer anyway uh,
0: jason symbol from cg technology jason it appeared as though the irish came over by the plane loads did you notice that i mean was there a great influx of conor mcgregor fans or the irish they were loud they were boisterous um, did you see a lot of that at your properties
1: we i saw a ton of it and i can even you can even make the argument that mcgregor was a bigger star than mayweather because for the first time in my career uh, I've actually heard people referring to a Floyd Mayweather fight with the other person. Hey, what, what, what's the McGregor fight line? What's going on mm, with the McGregor fight? You never hear that when it's Floyd Mayweather in the uh, in the fight.
0: Now, with with all the tourists in town for this fight, I have to think that. Uh You know, people betting week one in the NFL, people betting week one in college football, some futures. When you have an event like that and football is always up on the board, you guys come out with weeks one through 16 and do so very early in May. I'm guessing you wrote a lot of tickets football related for this weekend and then for the season.
1: Absolutely. People are, you know, they love betting their, while they're in town for the big event, they want to bet their favorite team to win the Super Bowl, to win, you know, the NCAA Football National Championship, et cetera. So, certainly was a busy weekend all around. And, and the one other thing I noticed was that, that Canelo Alvarez versus Triple G fight, which is actually coming up in two weeks. We did a ton of action on that one because obviously a lot of fight fans in town for the Mayweather fight.
2: Mm. So what does this mean for the future, future of, of boxing and the future of MMA and these, these events like this? I don't think anybody could have anticipated how this turned out in just the sheer number of people that you're talking about, Super Bowl-type handle on this kind of event. Are we going to see more of this cross-promotion, or is this a once-in-a-decade kind of event, and you won't be able to recapture quite anything like it again?
1: It's going to be tough to capture anything like this. I mean, like I said before, this was like having a Super Bowl in the middle of the summer that was never expected. But I think it just goes to show that the spectacle to get people invested, you know, having a spectacle with two popular people that may not even match up correctly together is more is better than having you know the best fight for the diehards and and that's really how you can get the public's appeal
0: mm-hmm. well, let's talk this weekend with jason sybil cg technology let's do first of all iowa and iowa state win totals jason i don't know if you have those at the tip of your fingers um i know that uh, they've been out for a while have you seen much movement where are iowa and iowa state sitting right now um as far as win totals and has it changed since they've been posted yeah, a little, there's been
1: a little bit more movement on the Hawkeyes uh, than Iowa State. Iowa opened at six and a half, uh, minus 110. Uh, they're actually still at six and a half, but we have taken some over bets. If you want to bet the over, you now have to bet 160 to win 100 instead of 110 to win 100. So a slight move on the Iowa over. Iowa State also a tiny move on the over. That number's four and a half, but that number's basically stayed the same.
0: Mm, what about Wyoming and Iowa this weekend as far as point spread?
1: Yeah, well, Iowa is still a solid favorite here, 12-point favorite. Wyoming did op- uh, Wyoming actually opened as a 13-point underdog. It's down to 12, so a little bit of the early action on Wyoming, but obviously Iowa is still a nice double-digit favorite here.
2: National game, Michigan-Florida, you guys had to take it off the board uh, initially with all those suspensions for Florida. Where are you guys sitting right now, and is the public jumping on Michigan just because of those suspensions?
1: Yeah, this was this to me is like the most fun game to talk about because this game actually opened where uh uh Michigan was a sizable favorite of 6 and and we took a ton of bets on Florida. The sharp bets on this game, you know, the sophisticated customers, they loved Florida. Of course, this was before uh, the suspension announcement. So that line dropped all the way down to three, and then all of a sudden you had these, you know, a lot of Florida guys not playing, and that line bumped all the way back up to four. So uh, Michigan is a four-point favorite now, but this line was as big as six and as low as three at one point over the last couple weeks.
0: I heard our colleague uh, Matt Holt, who did something uh, earlier this week, was posted on Twitter. He uh, let let it out of the bag that Wisconsin and Auburn are a couple of teams. That the sharps, the sophisticated betters, as you reference, uh, seem to have gravitated towards. A lot of people really like in Wisconsin coming out of the West. The schedule very favorable, and former Baylor quarterback Jaron Stidham wins the starting job with Auburn. Those are two of the schools, Jason, that seem to uh, have caught the the pros' eyes.
1: Absolutely, Wisconsin. You mentioned it. I mean, the schedule couldn't be better for them this year. Uh, specifically in the Big Ten, you know they avoid some of the some of the tough teams on the other side of the league. Uh, that season win total was nine and a half. They're up to ten, and it's not a, it's not an easy thing to have a double digit season win total in college. So of all of the teams and you know of all of the teams out there, you know there's only a few of them that have double digit win totals. All, one of which is Wisconsin. Uh, you mentioned Auburn. They're also kind of a, a popular team as well. Um, you know they have the new quarterback coming in. Uh, that season win total opened at eight. They're all the way up to nine. So he's right on. Auburn and Wisconsin have been a popular teams this year. Mm.
0: Jason Symbol, CG Technology. You can find CG Technology books at the Venetian Palazzo, the Cosmo Palms, Tropicana, Silverton, the Hard Rock, and headquartered at the M as we go inside the numbers weekly with Jason Symbol from CG Technology. Thank you, Jason. Catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you, Jason Symbol. Live from Las Vegas, Trent Condon, I know a segment that, uh, yes, near see, and dear to you. You see me taking some notes
3: over I did. here, marking
0: some
2: things down. You've got you to gotta be ready. You've been went,
0: known to uh, take the plunge every now and- Did you bet the fight, by the way? I did. did I
2: did. You? I might have replenished my account a little bit more to put a little more on it. Good for you. It Build seemed, it up. Those first two rounds, though, I asked Jason. Ooh,
0: a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. So tell me about because I, I knew I couldn't stay up for it. 11.50, <laughs> <11, laughs> I'm, I'm up by then. Um, I mean, was it really one-sided, those two? Did you think that Mayweather was in deep water at he this point? He Did he? he? And, and he looked And the 40. one
2: thing that people said was, this is going to be a fight. It was Floyd. He was going to look old. He looked old those first, at least round and a half. And mm-hmm. I said, uh-oh, this is a real fight. And it continued, and Floyd started to kind of get his feet underneath him and then start doing his thing. And, and you could see that... By the ninth round, McGregor was toast because you know, he was so tired.
0: Yeah, and that surprises me because I watched the All Access on Showtime. This guy trained hard, Trent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really and truly trained hard for this fight. Meanwhile, they're they're showing him running through the desert, running in the mountains, getting acclimated. And, and then they go to Mayweather and he's at his, his strip club. <laughs> right? right? Sure. And, and there until the wee hours of the morning, so... Yeah. If any one of them was going to get tired, I thought it would have been the 40-year-old man, but not the case. Not the case,
2: because, well, that's what Floyd does, is he lets guys tire themselves out. And it's uh-huh. incredibly boring. It's not entertaining to the eye. Did you get your money's worth? I did. I thought it was going to be over in two, three rounds. Mm-hmm. I really did. I thought this thing was going to be ugly. It was going to be boring. It was a spectacle, and that's it. And I was waiting for Justin Bieber to walk down you know, with Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> that was the most excited I was. And it was a real fight. So I was happy with it, even with the 100 bucks.
0: Were you one of the, sounds like thousands, that was? it was in peril, whether their signal was going to be turned on, turned on at all?
2: Nope. All good. We were, was it? We were locked. We were ready to go. Had it flipped on even before the uh, undercard started. Mm-hmm. We were good, luckily. We're not like Dickie V. Did you see him?
0: Yeah, well, he was one of the many, was, right? yes. And he was that pleased about it. No, and I would have been pleased about it. All that delays as well. All right, we'll take the break. We're on the Big Talkers 1700 KBGG. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon with me from noon until 2. More local sports conversation coming up from 4 until 6. Jimmy B and TC. We'll talk Iowa State next. Dylan Mont Cedar Rapids Gazette. He was at Matt Campbell's press conference that happened earlier this morning uh, in Ames. Dylan Mont's a regular to the program. We'll hear Dylan on Mondays and on Fridays. You'll hear him next on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG.
4: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
5: Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you
4: for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358.
6: Attention drivers with Class A CDL. Are you looking for a solid career that offers great benefits with the time at home you desire? How about earning $70,000 a year plus starting from year one? If this sounds good, come join our growing team at ADM. We offer a complete benefits package, including 401k, health, life, dental, and vision. And we even offer a pension plan. With ADM, you'll get paid vacation, personal days, and holidays. Oh, and don't forget, $70,000 a year to start. Drivers must possess a Class A CDL with hazmat tanker and passport, or be able to obtain a passport within the first 60 days of employment. Don't wait. Call ADM today at 515-265-8437. That's 515-265-8437, or visit us at adm.com forward slash careers. ADM requires successful completion of a pre-employment drug screening and background check. ADM is an equal opportunity employer for minorities, females, protected veterans, and individuals with a disability.
4: Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Des Moines? if so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-539-2200. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-539-2200. That's 1-800-539-2200. Can you finish this little ad phrase? Every kiss begins with... Right, most people know it's every kiss begins with K for K Jewelers. But this message isn't about jewelry. It's about how your memory works. Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky, you know, memorable and powerful? Then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you, no obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound.
7: Hi, this is Clint Burkhall. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We are glad to share them. It's that time
4: of the year again. Football's right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports.
2: Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate wolf construction roofing 515-216-3643 that's 515-216-3643 and online wolfconstruction.net
0: all right welcome back it's the ken miller show on the big Talkers 1700 kbgg here with you until two o'clock still to come Daily conversation which with uh, Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. That'll be roughly 140 or thereabouts. Mitch will be with us every day this week. And then starting game week, Mitch moves to a weekly appearance. So you Chiefs fans out there, by the way, KBGG is once again your home and away voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Dylan Maughan, Cedar Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com backslash sports. Uh, He covers Iowa State for the Cedar Rapids Gazette. He was at Matt Campbell's press conference, his first press conference, game week press conference of the year. Earlier this morning, he joins us with the latest. Uh, Dylan, good to talk to you again. Ken Miller and Trent Condon, Ken Miller Show. How are you, Dylan?
7: I'm doing really good, guys, and I wanted to say it's good to be on your, your first show together. Can't wait to, to get going with you guys.
0: Well, we're looking forward to it as well as you'll be with us each and every Monday and Friday. Well, let's, uh, let's get into the press conference, Dylan. From earlier today, the depth chart came out. I saw you ask the question about some of the new faces on there. You know, when, uh, when you saw the depth chart, when you listened to Coach Campbell, what were one or two of your takeaways uh, from the UNI game week presser?
7: Yeah, it was kind of interesting. A lot of the big stuff went unchanged for the most part. You know, Jacob Parker's going to be a quarterback. You know, David Montgomery's going to be at running back and things of that sort. But there were a couple little tweaks, I think, maybe that stood out. And um, I'll kind of stick with offense uh, there. But uh, Oge Udagu and uh, Josh Kniffel are listed as an four at the starting right guard, which has been a change from fall camp. Uh, I know they had praised Udagu um, and his progress, but... Uh, Josh, Josh Kniffle is a guy that's kind of—he um, came in from Iowa Western this spring and has really kind of been able to fill a void there um, that Iowa State lost when they, when um, their recruits uh, Dave Dawson from Michigan and uh, Khalil Rogers from USC, who are both grad transfers, decided to go elsewhere. Um, Josh Kniffle really kind of came in and, and, and has been able to elevate himself. and He's a—he's a big kid. Um, he's six foot five and three seventeen. Uh, he's from the state of Iowa, so he really kind of feels a nice point there. And then, um, just real quick, other one, uh, two new faces were Dylan Saner at tight end. Um, another really big kid there that kind of fits the mold of Chase Allen, uh, kind of. And um, and then, uh, you know, Matt, Matt Leo moves outside, I guess, on the defensive mm-hmm. line. I think another one that kind of stands out.
0: You know, you mentioned Saner real quick on the tight end spot. I mean, I think it's Chase Allen's position. Um I mean well, it remains to be seen. Obviously, but this kid who's, who uh, spent his red shirt last year had a little as medical issues, some health issues. Uh, I, I think he's going to be the guy. But Saner's a kid, is he more of the blocking tight end if there is such a role? Because they're both tall at six seven. But of memory serves, he's a, he's got some bulk to him. Does he not?
7: Yeah, Saner's a load. He's uh, six seven and two seventy one. So he he just looks different than all those other guys and. Uh, Matt Campbell talked about him a little bit and said he can be that blocking guy and play attached, but he can also flex out and, and catch passes a little bit too. I think he has soft enough hands, um, you know, to be able to be that kind of threat. So they're going to use him all over the place. Uh, and, and I would say that's a lot out of those tight end guys. Uh, they're, I think, the only position other than quarterback that really kind of has to know what everybody on the offense is doing because they kind of set the set the action up so to speak, with where they line up. And um, Chase Allen's going to be your more wide receiver-looking tight end and probably won't block as much. But I think uh, Dylan Sainter uh, can play uh, tight end on either side of the the line. And then, like I said, I think he can catch passes too. So he's kind of a, um, a total package in that way.
2: Dylan, take me over to the linebacker spot. And, and after some of the names that we know, of course, a landing coming over and, and making the move. We talked about that a lot. Willie Harvey, uh, a name Both that number know. seven, by the yes. way, and that's got to change. That's got to be figured out by yeah. Saturday. Uh, the backup spots. You get a young freshman in there for the first time, Aaron Austin. Not a real big guy, at least, is listed uh, height and weight there. Look at him. And also, could there be a possibility, Orion Vance, the humble kid from Dowling, we see a true freshman play at linebacker?
7: Yeah, Trent, I think that's a really good point. And the Aaron Austin kid was one of the other kids that was asked about today. And he's kind of an interesting story. Uh, Matt Campbell said he he turned down some FBS offers. Um, He's on the George Washington Carver Scholarship at Iowa State. Um, He was one of the scout team player of the years last year and uh, really hadn't been talked about a ton uh, in fall camp until maybe the tail end of it and then finds himself on the depth chart. And um, he has he's a little bit smaller at five eleven and one ninety five, but he can kind of get plugged in there and play that Sam linebacker spot. And then Matt Campbell said he's going to be heavily used on uh, special teams as well. So he he's kind of one of those guys that can pull in there and and fit gaps. And uh, Matt Campbell said he kind of even reminds him of of Willie Harvey a little bit. So that's good to kind of have those guys together. And um, you know, Aaron can learn from Willie a little bit in that way. And then. uh, I think as far as true freshmen playing, um, I, Jake Hummel and Orion Vance are certainly talented, and whenever asked about them, uh, the coaches have spoken highly. Um, they haven't really been in that mix of guys that are true freshmen that have been lumped in as as guys that are potentially going to play just because I think they are kind of set maybe right now with what they've got at linebacker depth. But, um, you know, the, the injuries crop up, things like that, you know, that can certainly change. But uh, anytime that those guys are asked about um, – You know, the coaches do have good things to say.
0: Uh, Monty, Rapids Gazette, here on the Ken Miller Show. It's the Big Talker, KBGG seventeen hundred on your dial. While well, McEnroe uh, Alexander ran afoul of the law last week, he's still on the depth chart. I know that this is the uh, student uh, government policy. Uh, if I'm referring to to it right as to you know what, uh, how or or will he receive uh, any punishment for his uh, malfeasance? But he's on the depth chart behind Everett Alexander, who's in his second year now uh, at Iowa State after transferring in from duke i want to say uh alexander's situation going forward is he going to play this week or is is that up to that student body to determine that
7: yeah it's it's kind of up in the air right now matt campbell was asked about it near the end of his press conference and uh, it, it really kind of has to play out through the university process right now is what he said and uh there's meetings that take place this week and um, like you said, it all kind of deals with that uh, student code of conduct handbook for student athletes, and it just is kind of up in the air right now uh, as, in terms of if, if he'll play or not, but um, you know, Matt Campbell's kind of waiting all decisions on, on what his future could be until some of that process takes place.
0: Mm. What if the, uh, of the two lines, the trenches, is, is Campbell and company more concerned about the offensive line or the defensive line, do you think?
7: Yeah, I think that's an interesting point. Uh, I think probably there's a little bit more unknown about the defensive line, so I'd go with that. Um, Although Campbell has kind of liked what he's seen from that group, there's still really that unknown until you get out there and get under the lights and and really kind of go at it. But you've talked about the leadership, um, you know, Vernal Trent and J.D. Wagner, and that's all good because there are a lot of new guys. But um, the unknowns that you have with Matt Leo, although he looks the part, uh, you know the, the jump from juco which he only played for a short amount of time to division one ball it's really different ray lima really talented but kind of the same thing how do you make that next step but you do have some guys that played snaps like Jaquan bailey um jamal johnson guys like that it's it just uh, there's a lot of um matching that has to go in into it with with these new guys coming in with some of the guys that played last year so I think um, there's probably more concern with that group right now just because um, you know it's hard to know what to expect until you actually see them in game action.
2: Dylan, uh, kick returner to be determined, obviously still awaiting uh, what a determining factor is going to be back there with Ken A. Nwangu coming back from that Achilles injury. Probably not going to know until the end of September. What do you anticipate? Give me a couple of names you uh, expect to see back there returning kick Saturday night.
7: Yeah, I think uh, I know. Matt Campbell talked about it earlier in fall camp. There was this whole group of names, but it kind of got narrowed down a little bit here today at his press conference. And it sounded like Trevor Ryan could be a guy that fills that spot. And uh, another name that kind of has been sticking out to people all fall camp is Johnny Lang, who's a true Mm -hmm. true freshman running back. Um, You know, he's not a very big guy. I saw him at Iowa State's victory day on Friday, but. You know, I haven't seen him run too much either, but he's he's ultra talented from the sounds of it. Um, Has good instincts like that, and um, you know, can kind of fill in in those types of roles because we know what Iowa State has at running back with David Montgomery and Mike Warren. But uh, Johnny Lang certainly, in Kene's Nwangu's absence, could find his niche as a returner. Uh,
0: Dylan Mont Cedar Rapids Gazette. Dylan uh, over under. On touchdown passes thrown by Jacob Park, I'm going to set it at 27 and a half. Um, I think Mayfield last year threw 40. I want to say Rudolph threw almost 30. With this receiving core, with Lazard, with Hakeem Butler, who Campbell says is the best receiver in the room, with Chase Allen, who I think is going to be a major weapon for them this year, Murdoch and Epps and Eaton and Deshante Jones and Trevor Ryan, Um 27 and a half, 27, 28 maybe 30 touchdown passes from Jacob Park. I think that's attainable this year. I really do. Is that number too high?
7: Yeah, I don't necessarily know if it's too high because of all the reasons he just mentioned. And then uh, another one I'd have in there is even David Montgomery. Um, they really are kind of going to kind of like to throw out of the backfield a little bit and throw to those running backs. And David Montgomery has the skill set to be able to go catch them. So I, I think that is a number that's attainable. I'd probably pick the over. I, I don't know if, if it would be much over than that. I, I mean, that is a high number compared to what Iowa State quarterbacks have thrown in the past. But I know Jacob Parks um, is supremely confident in himself. I remember talking to him on media day, and he said he wanted to throw something like uh, maybe 35 touchdowns, five interceptions, and 4,000 yards. So he has has lofty goals in mind. But I think with all the weapons they have, uh, I'm not saying he throws for 4,000 yards or 35 touchdowns, but I think there is, the opportunity for an up to, uptick to take place um, just given uh, you know the, the host of guys that are going to be able to catch the ball, um, not only at the wide receiver spot, but as you said, at tight end, and then even running back a little bit too. All
2: right, last thing for me, Dylan. I'm listening to you and Halstead do your podcast last week, and you both have Iowa State starting 3-0 and in the non-conference. Is the fan base in the same spot where the expectation for this team is to get through those, that three-game stretch unscathed?
7: Uh, you know, I don't know if that's the expectation, and I kind of have uh, waffled or wavered on that a little bit with that Iowa game. I, I do think don't, they don't, they,
0: Dylan. You're right. You're right on. They will be three and zero. You you've hit the nail on the head. Go ahead.
7: Okay. Um, I I just think uh, you know, with all of Iowa's concerns, and um, you know the the running the quarterback. I know they named Stanley, their starting quarterback today, but. Um, you know, I was listening to, or I saw my colleague at the Gazette, Mark Morehouse, tweet. Uh, he had kind of asked some of the other reporters what they saw as maybe a sneaky, fragile position for for Iowa, and all of them said the secondary. And, uh, you know, that, that's a matchup that bodes well for, for mm-hmm. Iowa State. And um, you think maybe Iowa will have the matchup um, with their running backs and their running game against Iowa State's front seven. And I think until we kind of see the first game, it's kind of um, – you know, I think it is pretty even, and it's, it's going to be an interesting game. But uh, I think in the past, starting 3-0 certainly has uh, voted well for Iowa State in terms of getting the bowl games and future success in the season. But it all comes down to starting well against Northern Iowa for sure because um, we've seen when you lose that first game, especially to an FCS opponent, it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth and um, maybe has an effect on you, uh, intentional or not, uh, through the first few weeks of the season.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Not this year, though, Dylan. I mean, I picked Northern Iowa last year to win the football game. I picked North Dakota State a couple of years ago to beat Iowa State in week one. I, I think they come out and, and open up a can on the Panthers. I, I do. Well, we'll talk about that more on Friday when you rejoin us. He's a busy guy. He's Dylan Cedar Rapids Gazette. He's currently typing away, or we'll get back to, doing his recap of the opening game week Press conference. You can read all of his stuff at Cedar Rapids Gazette. thegazette.com backslash sports. Dylan Montz. Thank you, Dylan. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Good to be with you. Good to be with you, Dylan Montz, uh, joining us as he covers Iowa State. I'm with him, Trent. I think they run. I think they run the table in Denonka. I don't. I don't think they have a prayer against Texas. I think Texas really? is a real. Yeah, I think Texas. Ah. Watch out for Tom Herman. I really, I really feel that Texas is going to be better than a lot of people think. But I think they'll be 3-0 and because I've got them beating Iowa for that very reason. Iowa's secondary's uh, question mark. Iowa State's passing game, a strength. And I know Maragamba's back for week yes, two. Yes. He is, which is huge. Don't sleep on that
2: Akron game. Funky spot.
0: Yeah, road I know. Game.
2: If they do get to 2-0, and mm-hmm. coming off the Iowa win, if they get to that point, mm-hmm. if I had to put money down on the record and even odds across, one and two, two and one, three and them. Mm-hmm. I'd put my money on two and one mm-hmm. because even if they do get past that Iowa game, I still think Akron's more tricky than people think.
0: Don't disagree. Uh, it's the it's in state game. You'll be coming off a high. They've got to buy after Akron because they got that Thursday game. Yep. Um, yeah, it's not going to be as easy as some people think. When you see Akron and Mac, just put that on the wind column. It's about in there, too. Yes, and a pretty darn good one. right? Yes, indeed. All right, we'll take a ba- uh, break. We'll come back, talk NFL, AFC West. He's the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Mitch Holtis is here next. It's the Ken Miller Show on the Big Talkers 1700 KBGG.
6: Your home and away voice for
4: UNI football. 1700 KBGG.
0: You can help the victims of Hurricane Harvey by making a financial donation to the American Red Cross Disaster Relief Services. Simply text Red Cross to 90999 to give $10. That's Red Cross at 90999. You can help the Red Cross as they battle the effects of Hurricane Harvey.
8: There it is the brand spanking new Holy Mother of Awesome 4K Ultra HD TV with a gazillion pixels of super crisp resolution. You can see it in your living room. And then you see the price. Your hopes are officially dashed. Don't let those big box retailers give you static. Swing by Rena Center or go to RenaCenter.com and get the big brands you want for small payments you can afford. All without credit. Rena Center. Big brands, small payments. Rental purchase transactions. See store for details. We've reached it. The point where the only way to make Tuesdays any better is by having more boneless wings. That's why here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we've invented
7: boneless Tuesdays. It's a celebration where if you order boneless wings at full price, you'll get another of the same size for free. This works for dine-in or takeout. Every little bit counts. And on Tuesdays, every boneless wing counts as two. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer.
4: Sports. Prices and participation vary. Valid only on Tuesdays while supplies last. Tax and gratuity extra. Additional restrictions apply. See participating location for details.
2: Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy T C. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did.
6: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR.
8: At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines Metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms and we will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. A roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one day get it done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
0: Welcome back, Ken Miller's Show on the Big Talkers, seventeen hundred K B G G. Final segment of the program. We had a lot of guests uh, lined up today. Um, normally, we won't have this many, but I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to go back to the top of the hour. I wanted to get Jason symbol in here while the Mayweather-McGregor fight was still fresh on everybody's mind. It was. Um, it was a spectacle, Trent. It really was. You asked the question earlier. Uh, to Jason is, how are you going to be able to top this? How are you going to, will we ever see anything like this? I don't think, I think the answer is no. I really don't. Going to be very, very difficult to top that one. All right, Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs coming up. Um, The Chiefs? Look, I think they're the team to beat in the AFC West. I really do. It pains me to say that. Uh, as a Broncos fan, but um, I think they're the team to beat. Let's get to him, shall we? It's been a while since I've had the opportunity to speak with him. I really miss talking with him in uh, the build up the, the lead-up to Super Bowl 50, but that's a long time ago, Mitch Holtus. Tis a new year, and you'll be calling the home-and-away schedule for the Kansas City Chiefs the favorite in the AFC West right here on the Big Talker 1700. Mitch, Ken Miller, Trent Condon on the Ken Miller Show.
3: How are you? And my second favorite, Canuck.
0: <laughs> now it's been a, the last time you know spoke covers, one? No, I, you know, I've lost my place.
3: Well, when we took Lurey duvernay Tardy oh, from McGill yeah. University, yeah, yeah. AKA the Canadian doctor, who is making a bid this year to be the best right guard in the AFC, it was moved down the bench.
0: People have asked
3: me, they go, people have asked me, they go, what do you call him, the Canadian doctor? Because he's a Canadian doctor, right? He's, he's a doctor. He's finishing up his residency, and he's a great right guard. So, anyway, you're you're number two, my friend, but that's okay, because LDT is uh, a strong number one. And I know the way you prepare that you requested Trent – to listen to all twenty shows that I've done with him right. since uh, July 31 in preparation for this season, uh, so I know you've done that. So I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, there'll be no duplicate questions. You will not hear a question out of me that you've been asked over the twenty <laughs> days leading up to this. Uh, you know, let's talk the AFC West in generalities, Mitch. Uh, I, I, as I've said it, I believe that the Chiefs are the favorite to win the division this year. The record last year wasn't a fluke, obviously. I love Kareem Hunted. They took in the third round. I thought it was. just a matter of time. It seems like maybe he'll be inserted sooner rather than later with what happened to wear this past weekend. But um, is it fair, do you think, to
3: anoint the Chiefs as the team to beat in the West? It's such a good division, Ken, that I think you just let it play out. Now, you're in the minority, however, you know that, because ESPN already had a ticker tape parade for the Oakland Raiders. (laughs) Right. They had that, uh, I don't know, Johnston or somewhere north, maybe Adele, Uh, that they have anointed the Raiders will never lose a game, probably again. Mm -hmm. And so there we got that in the division. The Broncos, uh, now Paxton Lynch is out. So Simeon is it. And um, I'm just curious what will happen to them and their defense. And then I hear so many rough things coming out of the Charger camp. Mm -hmm. You know, much of their front office did not make the move Mm -hmm. with them from San Diego to Los Angeles, and one that did, their 38-year-old equipment manager, made the move and was fired. Wow. There's just, man. there's a lot going on with those guys. Uh, the thing with Oakland, too, when you announce that you're going to move, I mean, it'd be like the Hawkeyes or Cyclones saying, well, we're going to move to Minnesota. How's the next two years going to be at Kinnick Stadium? I mean, it's 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 just kind of odd with what's going on in Oakland and, and with the Chargers.
2: Well, uh, take us to Seattle, where you were over the weekend, Mitch, and... Certainly the big headliner, the injury to Spencer, where a blow there. We've talked about the depth throughout our training camp reports, Mitch, but, but that one certainly stung, uh, seeing that against Seattle.
3: Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. And I just talked to the kid. And he's a neat kid. Uh, in the hotel, we had a great visit, and he's come so far. It has not been an easy path for Spencer. The irony here, and we'll talk about it on a Thursday night broadcast, is that it was this game two years ago in Phoenix where Spencer Ware exploded. He he really got his career going again in this fourth preseason game. And I've given you the off-quoted stat now. I came up with a first. When Spencer Ware has played the last two years, the Chiefs are 20 and 5. And now he's out of the lineup. And so Ken mentioned Kareem Hunt. He now goes center stage. But CJ Spiller has been a surprise in this training camp. It still looks like he's got plenty who would give an asset to this team and then Shirkhandrick West has been played he's played a lot of football with a lot of big plays the last two years.
0: You know, um I heard some, I thought, ridiculous conversation. And I love Pat Mahomes at Texas Tech last year. I said it as much. I thought he was the best quarterback in the Big 12, ahead of Mayfield, ahead of Rudolph. Chiefs move up to take him. Um, but it was, I think, poppycock that he was going to play this year, uh, ahead of Alex Smith. Having said that, what have you seen different out of Alex Smith? Because I think he's been lights out this preseason. I know we haven't seen him a ton, but uh, when he's been on the field, and I've seen every one of the uh, of his games – of the three games so far and watched him very closely. I like him. I don't think the reputation, I don't think he gets the love that I think should come his way, Mitch. I really don't. Have you seen a difference in Alex Smith knowing that in all likelihood, the guy that will replace him one day is now on the roster?
3: Yeah. He's not exactly been a slacker here for four years. When you consider what he's been able to do, you know, taking over a two and 14 team and he's the winningest quarterback in Chiefs history in his first four years, as Chiefs quarterback, sitting on 41 wins in four years, so that's not bad as a resume. But I would agree with you; this has been his best camp ever. Now, some would say and assert that, if, "Hey, it's Mahomes breathing down his neck, and hey, he's got scar tissue from the whole San Francisco experience with Kaepernick in 2012, after he took him to 13 and three in 2011, um, and had him on the cusp of going to the Super Bowl. Kyle Williams fumbles two punts, then he's at seven, two and one. Alex gets hurt, and Kaepernick steps in. All right, all that's, You know, that could be scar tissue. I really think, Ken, to answer your question, Alex has had a better camp because there's better pieces on this team. Alex is, you know, he may not win the throw the ball through the tire, deep ball, you know, at the Iowa State Fair, (laughs) but he's capable of doing it. But he's got Tyree Kill now that can run deep routes. Before he had nobody, nobody on this team, including Jeremy Macklin, who could get open when he wasn't schemed to get open on the deep ball. So uh, the other thing is, I think, if you want to criticize him, but it's also one of the reasons why he wins. The big stat with him, and I don't have it right in front of me, but I've done the research on this, when he throws one interception in a game in his career, it's going all the way back to 05 when he was the 1-1 pick with the 49ers. I believe he's 19-40 and when he throws just one interception. And when he throws no interceptions, he's one of the winningest quarterbacks in the NFL. So he's got to train his mind, I think, to stay right on that fine line. However, Andy Reid has encouraged him for four years, and certainly in his fifth, you know what, let her fly. See what's down there, because with Tyree Kill and Kelsey, you've got deep threats, and now he's got to get, uh, hopefully Conley will establish himself as a chain mover.
2: Last thing for me, Mitch, uh, trade today for Kansas City as they go out and pick up a former second-round pick and Reggie Ragland. Hadn't worked out very well. Sounded like the Bills, he was on the cut line for them. They go out looking for some help with the inside linebacker for Derek Johnson. Uh, your takeaway from the trade for Kansas City today.
3: And Josh Maga was cut by this team. He has been a part of this team really since, uh, gosh, 14. And he played with Bob Sutton for years with the New York Jets. So Maga's out, Raglan's in. Not that Raglan is Reuben Foster. Uh, Foster is going to be an all-star in this league. But Raglan, if you go back and look at the 16 pre-draft discussion, a lot of the same things were said about Reggie Raglan that were said about Reuben Foster both coming out of the Alabama program and both being thumper, downhill, Mike Backer types. It's a wait and see with Raglan. I think this is a projected pick. Uh, he has, He's coming back from the ACL from a year ago that completely wiped out his season. Rameek Wilson has done okay, but I think the Chiefs feel like they made an upgrade Uh, with this move, and the same way they feel like they made an upgrade when they traded for Kevin Pierre-Lewis with the Seahawks and gave away D.J. Alexander. Mm -hmm. So it's Brett Veach continuing to just kind of hone and work on this roster.
0: Yeah, I like the moves, Mitch, I do. Uh, Tom Donaldson makes some moves all all year round. Uh, Uh, Tell us about our buddy at uh, Papa John's.
3: Unbelievable, dude, unbelievable. And I'll just throw it out there. He's a cancer survivor, so I'm proud of him for that. Matt Donaldson has picked up just not far from the, the tree and uh, Mark Harder. There's a bunch of uh, great uh, managers throughout the state with them, but their August specials continue to roll. And gosh, I don't know where we start with this. Maybe we go with the uh, any large specialty pizza for just $1 mm. dollars. what is that in Canadian currency, Ken? I don't know. So s- yeah. <laughs> well, <it's>
0: yeah, sixteen.
3: <laughs> sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll let that one go. But anyway. Uh, So, as you know, Ken, I ask Trent every day, how does he do it? I don't know. How does does Tom Donaldson do this?
0: I've asked myself since the last time I I, I wake up in the middle of the (laughs) night wondering how he does these things, Mitch Holtis. Great to reacquaint with you. Catch you tomorrow. Thank you, Mitch. See you guys. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs football. Home and away all season long right here on the Big Talker KBGG, Trent Condon. Yeah, this uh, Kansas City team. Now, you are a Broncos fan. I am. So, Oakland is I the betting favorite. I, 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 yes, they are. For the division. They're still the Raiders. They are the Raiders. They've got to prove it to me. They're the Raiders. Yeah, and I mean, I know Carr getting hurt last year cost them that division. Yes. Yep. But they're still the Raiders. And I like this Chiefs team. I, what I've seen from Alex Smith... I think Alex Smith does feel the pressure, mm-hmm. of the young kid behind him, and he's had a terrific camp. Now, to Mitch's point, there's probably more talent that there's been there in the last little while. Hill is an unbelievable weapon. It's such a copycat league. Everybody this off season tried to get it, their own Hill. Right. They right. did. And they are
2: not many out there. No,
0: like no him. but they wanted something like him, a mm-hmm. game changer at that position. They've got the best in the game. I think Alex Smith's points have a heck of a year. I think the Chiefs are the favorite in the West. It pains me to say it.
2: I this division is incredibly difficult. I think Kansas City is a step. Do you back buy this year. the
0: Chargers though?
2: I do a little. Bit. Do you? I do a little bit. Good enough to be ten and six, and you know, get the tie mm. and go. I'm a Philip no, Rivers no. guy. I believe in Philip Rivers, but I could see them going eight and eight. I could yep. see something like that. Denver, I might don't be,
0: have a quarterback.
2: Yeah, they don't need one with that defense in this division in the AFC. And and look after New England, who's good in the AFC? But that's mm, another
0: question. That's a good question. <laughs> Pittsburgh? Do they have a Maybe,
2: D? maybe. Give me third give me
0: a third one? Because I don't think you can. And and that's as a whole Well, it's not in the east. It's not in no. the north. Not in the it's south. It's not in the south. I thought it was Tennessee, but I'm not sure after watching that debacle yesterday. Um Do you may may maybe the two wild cards come out of the West.
2: Could be. Maybe I'll jump on that San Diego trade then.
0: No, we're no, it's Los Angeles. It, you got to get used to that. I can't. But that, the charger that I've done train that so many times
2: when we talk with Mitch and we're talking AFC West. Well, I, the, I Broncos can't get past can't, it. the
0: Broncos, the Broncos Cap finished last in that division. Can you they?
2: With that if, defense, if everybody's bunched between ten and six and seven and nine, maybe, maybe. You'll be grumpy. We don't need that. <laughs> we don't need grumpy grumpy. Ken Miller there's right been, away. There's been
0: three Super Bowls in my uh, fan, fandom. Look, I would trade every single one right now. i got one thing left on my list, right? One thing. It's okay. a team that means more to me in the world than oh, anyone else. I know this Anyone one. else. And they've been to the playoffs once, and they were swept. But this kid that they've got is the savior of this franchise. My Jets. Winnipeg. My Winnipeg we're Jets. We're talking hockey for people right. who don't know what you're With talking Patrick about. With Patrick Laine. <laughs> that's the one team... That in my lifetime, I would trade every Bronco win, every Blue Jay win, I don't have a college team, if the Jets can get there one day in my lifetime, please let it happen uh we're done for the day are we not that was fun boy the two hours goes really fast it does. you've got more local programming coming up from four until six today jimmy b and tc are back then who's your guest list Do you have that yet yeah we're gonna have tom
2: caker stopping by he normally joins us back when we were on during middays yep uh he'll be our first guest here today at about four twenty-five. ryan van bibber We'll talk some NFL with him. Good guest. Seth Gruen on Major League Baseball. Excellent so work. 5 o'clock hour, a lot of pro sports. We'll hit the local angle for the first hour, and uh, away we go. Two hours more of local sports
0: talk coming up at 4 until 6 o'clock. Jimmy B will be here then. Good stuff. Jimmy B and TC. I will make way for Jimmy B. It's the Ken Miller Show. One is in the books. Thanks uh, sincerely. Thanks for coming over, for finding us. We hope you'll stay with us. Uh, we're here every day from noon until 2. Tiki and Tierney are coming up next. It's the Big Talker, KBGG 1700.
4: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBG.
5: Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines Metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com.
8: At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
4: Progressive brings
2: you Flowetry with Flow.
8: Find coverage based on your budget today. Stay in control of your spending. Insurance and your wallet splendidly blending. Be so happy, pappy, you'll just want to dance. Found a policy that fits you like painted on pants.
4: Get insurance based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
8: We interrupt your
5: broadcast to bring you this, a phenomenon from Wendy's that can only be described as a giant junior bacon cheeseburger. A delicious anomaly doubling the size and taste of Wendy's iconic junior bacon cheeseburger. Double the bacon, double the cheese, and good heavens, double the fresh, never frozen beef. And what's this? A Wendy's giant junior bacon cheeseburger with nuggets, fries, and a drink for just $5.
6: Run, run to your nearest Wendy's. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, we'll include small fries and a drink. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Your
4: floors are under attack from overwatered plants to overflowing dog bowls. But the Home Depot has water resistant Pergo Outlast Plus laminate flooring starting at just $279 a square foot. So you and your floors get to fight back with 24 hour spill protection that stands up to liquids for a whole day without damage. The next generation of laminate flooring
0: is Pergo Outlast Plus starting at just $279 a square foot. Exclusively from the Home Depot. More saving?